Okay, I think I got a pretty cool concept here. I am going to share with you a suggestion that I got of a book, but I'm going to share the very short one-page uh, summary of it from the website shortform.com. The book is Traction. Here we go. Traction is a blueprint for first-time entrepreneurs and those who've hit a ceiling in their business where hard work and determination are no longer enough for it to survive and grow. Business owner and consultant Gino Wickman explains how to structure your business using his entrepreneurial operating system to remove typical frustrations so it runs seamlessly and gains the traction to grow at a faster rate than you thought possible. If your business seems to be spinning its wheels, part of the problem may be that you've become so wrapped up in it that you've forgotten it's a separate entity from you. To reach the next level, you need to build it into a self-sustaining entity powered by an effective system rather than by your determination. The Entrepreneurial Operating System, or EOS, builds or strengthens the following six key business components so your business functions smoothly without your constant oversight. Number one, vision. Two, people. Three, data. Four, issues. Five, processes. Six, traction. We'll start with number one, vision. Most entrepreneurs have a vision for their company, which they assume everyone else can see as well as they can. But many times, others in the organization don't see it. To get traction, the ability to execute or make the company's vision a reality, you need to clearly define and communicate your vision. Your vision defines your organization, and it spells out where it's going and how it's going to get there. To create a vision, determine the following. One, you're defining values. Your core values serve as guiding principles for your company. They define your culture and who you are. You build a culture around your core values by letting them guide you when you hire, fire, review, and reward people. To determine your values, follow these steps. Step one, think of three people in your company who stand out. Step two, list their key characteristics. What do they do differently, or what values do they exemplify? Your core values are among the characteristics you listed. Step three, from the list in step two, decide which three to seven values define your company. Examples are service, results, cutting-edge knowledge, passion for the brand, being action-oriented. Number two, your focus. To determine your core focus, you need to know two things, your company's purpose and its niche. Here are some questions to ask to figure out what they are. Why does your company exist? What's its purpose or mission? Strive for an answer that is no more than seven words, is simple and bold, resonates emotionally, involves everyone in the company, doesn't involve money, and is broader than a goal. An example of a purpose or mission would be to improve the quality of life in our town. What's your niche? What specifically do you do that fulfills your mission? The answer should be simple 
and useful in making decisions about how to spend time and resources. Example of niches include popcorn, like Orville Redenbacher, and solving complex real estate problems, a real estate company. Uh, number three, uh, your 10-year target. Discuss with your leadership team where you want to take your company. Start by asking what the company's revenue goal could be in 10 years. The right target is one that generates energy and excitement throughout the company. Number four, your marketing strategy. One reason you need clarity about your core focus is so that you can focus your marketing strategy effectively. An effective marketing strategy has four parts. Your target market, which is your ideal customer based on such things as geography, demographics, income, or company size, and so on. A prospect list, uh, a call list of potential customers who meet your target market criteria. Your differentiators, um, three strengths that make your business unique. Your unique process for doing business. Your steps from order through delivery and follow-up. Your, uh, your guarantee, a promise to customers that differentiates your business. Number five, your three-year goal. In writing your three-year goal, focus on measurables and bullet points, not details. That is, focus on the endpoint rather than the potential hurdles. Determine your annual revenue and profit numbers, or determine what they will be in three years, your annual revenue and profit numbers. Choose a key measurable to hit, like the number of large clients or quantity produced. Describe how the company will look, number of people, resources, office environment, systems, technology, product, clients. Uh, number six, your one-year plan. A plan for what has to happen this year uh, creates traction for achieving your vision. As with the three-year picture, set a revenue goal, profit goal, and a one-year measurable consistent with your three-year measurable. Choose up to seven priorities or objectives that should be completed this year. Number seven, your 90-day priorities. Your leadership team should set 90-day priorities to put you on track to meet the one-year goal, which positions you to meet your three-year and your 10-year targets. Number eight, your issues. With your leadership team, discuss and list any issues you're likely to encounter in pursuing your vision. Maintain and continually update your issues list as part of operating your business. Number two, People. The second component of the EOS is people. There are two steps to managing people in your business. Hiring the right people and putting people in the right positions. Hiring the right people. The people who will fit and thrive in your culture are the ones who share your key values. The People Analyzer tool is a report card for grading people on your values to see if they're a good fit. Putting people in the right positions. The right position is the one in which the job duties match the employee's distinctive skills and talents. The accountability chart 
and the GWC tools help you fit people to position. The People Analyzer tool. Create a spreadsheet listing the names of the employees in the left column and lifting, listing your core values across the top. Rate the people on the list on how they align with each core value. Grade each person with the plus, a minus, or a plus slash minus for being in the middle. Decide the minimum acceptable standard managers should apply in hiring and holding employees accountable. For example, if a company has five core values, the minimum could be three pluses, two middle ratings, and no minuses. The accountability chart. Before you put people in positions, you need a structure. The accountability chart is an organization chart that defines the functions, departments, and roles in your business. Every business has three major functions, sales and marketing, operations, and finance slash administration. These may be further broken down into sub-functions. To fill out your accountability chart, depict the major functions or departments, as well as the sub-functions that report to them as boxes on an organizational chart. In each box, list the key roles of each function as bullet points. For example, every position on the chart with direct reports has at least three roles, leading, managing, and holding people accountable, LMA. Then put the right people in the right positions. Besides the major functions or departments, businesses typically have two other roles, an integrator, a CEO or president who coordinates the work of the departments, and a visionary. Often these people are partners or co-founders. The visionary is a creative ideas person whose new ideas keep the company growing. In contrast, the uh, integrator manages the business nuts and bolts, profit and loss, and overall business objectives. On the chart, department heads should report to the integrator CEO who reports to the visionary. The GWC tool. To determine the right positions for people, assess them with the GWC tool. Ask yourself whether they, one, get it. That's the G. When someone gets or understands a job, they fully grasp, grasp the role and responsibilities, including the systems, deadlines, and the way the job relates to the other positions and the company's mission. Two, want it. That's the W. The person also must have a strong desire and motivation to do the job as well as truly enjoy it. C, capable of doing it. Being capable means having the intellectual, physical, and emotional capacity to do the job. For instance, a position may require more than 40 hours a week, which not everyone will want to commit to, or it requires certain knowledge or interpersonal skills. Number three, data. The third component of the EOS is data. Many entrepreneurs are like pilots, flying blind with no data to indicate where they are or where they're going. However, a handful of key numbers comprising a weekly scorecard will let you check the vital signs of your business weekly, spot problems and trends, and make course corrections before problems become crises. The scorecard will enable you to uh, let go of control while remaining connected. 
Here are the steps for creating a scorecard for your business. Step one, choose the five to 15 numbers that are the best indicators of how your business is doing on a weekly basis. For instance, revenue, sales activity, customer complaints, and accounts receivable. Create a template or a spreadsheet with the categories listed in the far left column, followed by a goal column and columns for entering numbers below week dates running across the top. It should be designed so you can see 13 weeks of numbers at once. Step two, for each category list who is accountable for the number. Step three, decide on a weekly goal for each category. For instance, a sales goal and fill it in. The goals should align with your one year plan. Step four, review the scorecard with your leadership team every week to monitor how the business is doing and take any steps necessary to stay on track to reach your goals. Number four, issues. Issues are the fourth component of the EOS. Unresolved issues or problems drain your company's energy. The entrepreneurial operating system provides two tools to help your leadership team uncover problems, drill down to the cause, discuss solutions, and act. The issues list and the issues solving track, a three-step process. The issues list is a tool for getting issues on the table and in one place where they can be dealt with. Organizations should keep three types of issues lists. A quarterly meeting issues list. This is where you list non-urgent company issues that can be addressed in future quarterly leadership meetings. Examples include technology needs, HR issues, and capital needs. Uh, second type of list is a weekly meeting issues list. These are strategic, non-departmental issues that should be addressed at the weekly leadership meeting. Examples include priorities being off track, a low scorecard number, or major client issues. A departmental issues list. The list contains immediate departmental issues that might be handled at a weekly departmental meeting. For example, sales department issues might include not hitting call numbers, upcoming sales presentations, and closes. With these three issue lists, issues will surface regularly. Once you've identified and listed them, the tool for solving them is the issues solving track, which has three simple steps. Identify, discuss, solve, IDS. Start with the three most important issues to be solved, then identify, drill down to the real issue or source of trouble. The problem on the list may be a symptom rather than the real problem. Discuss. The discussion step is where everybody gets a chance to weigh in. Many teams flounder at this step because they didn't identify the real issue first. They talk a lot without actually solving anything. Then solve. In this step, you determine a solution or a conclusion with an action for somebody to take. Add the action item to a to-do list, and when it's carried out, you're done with the issue. Number five, process. The fifth component of the EOS is process. The company has a few key processes that keep it running. 
Together, they constitute your unique way of doing business. Honing your processes so they run without constant oversight frees you to focus on building your business rather than being mired in its details. Also, when you have a defined way of doing business, your company becomes scalable and more valuable should you decide to sell it. There are three key steps to systematize your business. Number one, identify your key processes. Identify the processes for carrying out every major activity of your business. Number two, document each process. List the most important steps with a few bullet points for procedures under each. Follow the 80-20 rule. Document the 20% of the process that produces 80% of the results. Number three, ensure that everybody follows the processes. As the company's leader, make clear your expectation that everyone, including your leadership team, will follow the processes. Number six, traction. With five components of the EOS, vision, people, data, issues, and process in place, you're ready for the sixth and final component, traction. Getting traction means executing or making your vision a reality. To create traction, set 90-day priorities and establish a meeting structure. 90-day priorities. You and your senior leaders should meet quarterly to review the vision and set priorities for the company and leadership for the next 90 days. Here are the steps. Step one, after reviewing the vision, List things that must be accomplished in the next 90 days to move toward your vision. Narrow the list to three to seven priorities. Step two, set the due date for each, uh, set the due date for meeting each priority. Define each so that it's specific, measurable, and doable. For example, a priority might be to close three major sales. Number three, assign an owner from the leadership team to each priority. This person will be accountable for achieving it by creating a timeline, assigning tasks, and ensuring people complete them. Step four, after the company priorities are set, each leadership team member should set their own priorities, including the company priority they own. Step five. Enter the company and leadership team priorities on a spreadsheet or one-page document and review it each week at the leadership team meeting. Step six, have each department set up three priorities. Further, each employee in the department should set up to uh, three individual priorities. A meeting structure. It's a myth that meetings are a waste of time. Meetings are where you practice accountability and get traction, but they do need to be productive. By following a structured meeting schedule with purposeful agendas, you'll find that everyone will get more done and continuously advance the company's vision. You should have two types of leadership meetings, quarterly and weekly. Number one, the quarterly meeting. Each quarter, your leadership team should meet to review the previous quarter, You'll review the financials, 
then review the company and leadership team priorities to confirm which ones were achieved. You won't complete 100% every quarter, but strive for 80% or better. And uh, you'll set the next quarter's priorities. Follow the steps for setting priorities. List what must be done in the quarter and narrow the list to three to seven items. Seems like three to seven is the key in here. Uh, for the weekly meeting, once you've set up your quarterly priorities, you and your leadership team need to meet weekly to stay focused, address issues, and communicate. The weekly meeting is like a drumbeat that keeps your leadership team marching forward in step. The agenda should be review the scorecard numbers against goals. Any misses should be moved to the issue solving part of the agenda. Review the company's and team members' priorities to see which are on track. When a priority is off track, move it to the IDS agenda item. And IDS is the issue solving part. Review to-dos from last week's meeting. These are action items that pop up throughout the week. For example, a requirement to ship an item immediately. Identify, discuss, and solve the issues on your issues list. The combination of vision, people, data, issues, process, and traction, the entrepreneurial operating system, positions your company to achieve your vision. Once you and your leadership team have mastered the tools, roll them to the rest of the company one level at a time. Okay, well, a couple things. <laughs> uh, you may be able to hear my son Dylan in the background. He's sleeping and snoring a little bit, so I apologize for that. Uh, but this is the uh, the real uh, the real stuff you're getting here. Um, life of a startup founder. Uh, but also, I. I want to hear from you guys. I actually added a new thing where you can um, shoot me feedback either by voice message, which is cool, through anchor.fm, or just shoot me an email, uh, give me some feedback. But how did you like the format of this one-page summary of an entire book? As I read it, it seems a little clunky, but I, I want to hear it from you guys. Um, can you retain any of the information? Is it helpful? Uh, would you like to hear any more? And if so... Which one should I look at? Anyway, uh, thanks so much for listening. And uh, I really got to come up with a sign off, don't I? Anyway, talk to you guys later. Bye.